Hi everyone, my name is Sue. I'm a full-time working woman in her late 40s and mom to two young energetic boys living on beautiful Vancouver Island. I want to take this opportunity to share my experience working with Rachel Varga. With aging skin and a busy lifestyle, I felt that I needed some serious guidance on how to tackle my skin issues and overall wellness. Since my early 20s, I have made my skin health, diet and exercise a top priority. But I eventually found that the skin and hair care products I was using and spending a lot of money on just weren't cutting it. I scheduled a one-on-one consultation with Rachel earlier this year in May and also attended the recent spring skin camp where I learned so much from the tutorials. During the one-on-one, I instantly felt a warmth and openness and Rachel really took the time to listen and provide practical and personalized recommendations. She now has me dialed in with my products and supplements to support me from the inside and out. After only using the products for a couple of weeks, my skin and hair felt incredible and it helped me to not only restore my confidence, but I am now receiving compliments on my healthy glow. Rachel also provided some valuable biohacking tips for both me and my family. Over the months, Rachel always took the time to respond to any questions I had. I recently had a 30-minute follow-up appointment with Rachel and again, it was such a pleasure connecting with her. Her expertise in the field of skin aging and radiance is unparalleled and I trust her completely. Rachel has changed my life and she has inspired me to strive to be the best version of myself in every way. I can't recommend working with her enough. Welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. We are talking all about in today's episode, a few insights into biohacking for women and what I think we should be doing a little bit more or less of. And the reason I'm talking about biohacking in this way with an emphasis for women is biohacking has primarily been male dominated, but things are changing. Women are a little bit more complicated. And we have cycles and rhythms and all sorts of stuff. So actually in previous studies and things like that, a lot of times women were left out of different types of studies because of these nuances with our hormones and our cycles. So now women are turning the tides a little bit. And a lot of us are really taking charge over our health and our wellness and We're doing this through biohacking, which is very exciting. So we're going to talk a little bit about what some of my top picks are, a couple of warnings, and which things I think you should be doing a little bit more or less of. Also wanted to give a shout out to Orshi McNaughton. She is hosting the Women's Biohacking Conference that if you're tuning into the show, if you're a woman, if you're a biohacker, if you're kind of like a newbie in this space, it's like a gaming term a newbie in the space of biohacking, you're not going to want to miss out on this. I do have a couple of free tickets available. So head on over to rachelvarga.ca forward slash events to, and you'll look at, uh, just scroll to the very bottom. I think it's like the second last 
last lesson TV appearance, summit appearance on that page. So Rachel Varga dossier slash events is where I showcase all of like my free things where I've been on shows and appearances, stuff like that. But that is also where you can get some free tickets. You can also get free tickets to the, the women's biohacking conference in the description of this episode. Use that link and it will get you free access, which is pretty darn cool. And I had the opportunity today to chat with a couple of the presenters that are hanging out on the summit with all of us. Uh, it's happening next week. And these are some really high level speakers, teachers, healers from various different backgrounds. So what you can do in these sort of like virtual summits is the reason I like sharing them is because I like sharing resources as a double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist. I'm a nurse by training and it's my job to share resources and community resources and all that fun stuff. So that's why sharing with you different summits that are happening is a great way for you to find new people to talk about things that you're really interested in, like women's health and women's biohacking. There are a number of gentlemen that are actually presenting in the conference as well, but this one's geared primarily for the ladies. So let's get into some of my top tips and tricks right now. So what are my top biohacks for the skin and slowing aging? First and foremost, I want you to become your most purest version of yourself. I just recorded a solo episode on this just the other day. It's live on the Rachel Barca podcast. By the way, if you tune in here on Facebook and YouTube, you're missing out on a lot of these solo episodes that I generally record audio only. That's exclusive to the Rachel Barca podcast on Apple, iTunes, Spotify. You can find all of my episodes also at rachelbarca.ca slash blog. But what, what do I mean when I talk about purify everything? I'm literally asking you to evaluate your living situation, your office situation, where you work, where you spend a lot of your time. What is the quality of the air like? What is the quality of the lighting like? What is the quality of the water that you're drinking and bathing your body in? What is the quality of the energetics around you also? And what I mean by that are actually electromagnetics and the energy coherence in and around your home. In my house, I actually have a lot of dirty electricity. So I'm actually working to mitigate that. So I will be reporting back on some things that I'm doing to help out that maybe could be helpful in your home as well. So my top biohacks for the skin is slowing aging is really getting to the root cause of what I think is causing aging, which is inflammation. And what causes inflammation? Oxidative stressors cause the inflammation. Oxidative stressors are primarily known as things like toxins. So say, for example, you are outside and you're in the sunshine. It's really nice outside. I really am excited to go for a hike up the mountain and get some beautiful sunshine. So that is giving me exposure to UVA and UVB rays. But when I'm inside, I got my studio lighting up and all of that. I'm getting a lot of LED lights. So these are blue lights, blue lighting actually reaches 100 nanometers deeper into the skin than what you get outside. So if you're tuning in here and you're thinking, well, I don't really go outside all the time or I'm not going outside today. I don't need to wear my sunscreen. That is actually not true. You do actually want to wear your sunscreen every single day. But getting as much of that full body exposure every single day is amazing. And yes, I do have some internal sunscreen 
options that work very well. So someone like myself who would you know, typically burn like nothing in 15 minutes, it allows me to be outside for longer, which is pretty awesome because I like to be outside in nature. I love being outdoorsy and all of that. So we need to make sure that we are managing oxidative stressors like LED lighting. So if you have LED lights in your ceiling, you gotta change those out to halogen. You need to make sure you're drinking clean water. Bonus points if you're structuring that water, if you're remineralizing that water. I will be doing a deep dive as per a podcast topic request on the different states and types of water and different things that we can add to our water. And one of my favorite things to do, as you guys know, I do a lot of hiking. I do a lot of four by four and I am an island woodsy girl through and through. And I actually drink a lot of free flowing water from streams, from rivers, from waterfalls. That's actually getting me access to structured and mineralized water. The water that you're getting from your faucets is actually tap water and <laughs> When someone's on pharmaceutical, they go to the washroom and that goes down the drain. And unfortunately, what happens is in the tap water supply that you are thinking is clean, um, you're actually literally consuming pharmaceuticals. So, and also different cleansing agents to kill microbes and, and all of that in the water when it's treated. So you do need to filter that stuff out. Then you need to structure it. Then you need to remineralize it and all sorts of cool things. We can do all sorts of cool things to your water. We are basically bags of water. We're made of like 70% water. So the type of water that you consume is literally cleansing your body or it's adding to its toxic load. And air quality is really, really, really important, especially if you're on the West Coast of North America, like I am. Every summer we have, you know, unfortunately, fires. So forest fire season is coming up. So I definitely want to recommend that you are focusing on your at-home indoor air quality. And so what do I have in my office here? I have like a smaller germ defender by Hypo Air Unit. And you can find my favorite air purifiers at rachelvarga.ca slash favorites. I am adding another brand. Probably I'm looking at two other brands actually. So that favorites page is I'm constantly updating and adding new things, removing things and modifying it to make sure that it's still the best of the best. So that's like my curated list of my top biohacks on my favorites page at rachelvarga.ca. So I literally have an air purifier in my bedroom, in my office, in my bathroom, in my kitchen, and in also a larger unit in my living area. So even if you have your windows open, things like that, there are pollutants in the air. No, you don't want to walk around in like a plastic bubble or a tinfoil hat things like that. But we do need to make sure that we are mitigating different air pollutants because let's face it there's car exhaust there's all sorts of things that you know if you live next to like a mine or something like that there's a lot of particulates in the air and most homes have mold and mold is actually very damaging to the skin and is going to age you and in fact some of my clients that suffer with mold or toxicity it's really difficult for them to clear it and what they tell me is that they feel like after they've had mold exposure, it's very difficult for them to get that thickness and collagen and elastin back. So basically assume that your home or your living space, or your office space, your workplace has mold. So if you can even just buy like a smaller germ defender unit, plug it into the wall in the room where you're working, 
just try and do what you can to make sure that you have clean air where you live. And so my top biohacks for air purification is obviously getting outside in the forest and nature, but obviously we're not sleeping outside the forest and nature. So making sure you have an air purifier in your bedroom is really, really, really important. Nothing touches my sleep. Uh, you should see what my bedroom looks like. I'm going to be doing actually a whole episode on what exactly is in my bedroom and my specific PM routine because my sleep is very, very important. They don't call it beauty sleep for nothing. But in order to get better beauty sleep, you have to make sure that the air in your room is clean. And the reason for that is when dirt, debris, dust, pollution sits on the skin, that becomes an oxidative stressor and contributes to oxidative stress on the skin, leading to things like accelerated aging, leading to things like diffuse redness, signs of inflammation on the skin, corners of the nose, the eyelids, the cheeks leads to higher rates of things like acne. And we know this from some research studies that were performed in the Orient, in cities where they have high rates of pollution. The residents actually experience higher rates of skin inflammation and visible inflammation into the, on the skin. And I even went into, goodness forbid, a big box store the other day to get some supplies. And the air quality was disgusting. So say, for example, you order something to your home and you open up that box and it kind of smells like plastic. It's actually really bad for you. Those are VOCs, they're volatile compounds. And what's really important is to make sure that your home doesn't smell like a big box store, okay? We gotta live our lives. We gotta sometimes go in spots where they're not as conducive to our liking in regards to purity of air, water, lighting, and also electromagnetics, but do at least what you can in your home and where you spend a lot of time. So that's why air quality is really important because when the dirt, oil, debris, dust is kind of in the air and it sits on your skin, oils from the day or your cosmetic creams or makeup, this is why cleansing is really important. So I would actually even consider skincare and your basic AM and PM routine, cleanse, moisturize, sensory scrub to be part of your biohacking stacking. And bonus points, if you're doing your skincare alongside red light therapy, you know, alongside a detoxification bath using like two cups of Epsom salt, one cup of baking soda, one cup of borax, throw in some of my pineapple body oils, some of your favorite essential oils, and soak in that for 20 minutes. It's like a super old school way to detoxify your body of ionizing radiation. So say, for example, back in the day, you know, people would be working in power plants, they'd come home, they'd do these detox baths, that helps to pull out ionizing radiation from the body, or so we've been told. But this is like a really old school kind of method for clearing that. But now through our cell phones, naughty me, I actually don't have my phone in my Faraday cage. Your cell phone's actually giving off what's called non-ionizing radiation. So what do I do? My phone is always on airplane mode. Is it on airplane mode? It's on airplane mode. And then what do I do? I throw my phone in a legitimate Faraday pouch. This is from No Choice. No, they didn't sponsor this episode, but I really like No Choice. Uh, you can get some my favorite picks from no choice on my favorites page and no choice makes a really good blackout faraday pouch for your cell phone did you know that even having your cell phone not on airplane mode in your purse or your backpack for 30 minutes changes your blood we only know this through live 
blood cell analysis. And Dr. Beverly Rubick, R-U-B-I-K, is one of the leading European researchers on the changes of blood from non-ionizing radiation. So at least if you don't have a blackout Faraday pouch for your cell phone, I would love for you to at least keep your phone on airplane mode as much as you possibly can. To be completely honest, the only thing I really use my phone for is calls and text messages. I've actually deleted all social media apps from my phone. If I want to be on social, I'll do it on my computer. And I've actually heard a lot of really successful people do this with their cell phone. They only use their cell phone for very limited periods of time because what we can get kind of sucked into more or less is the metaverse and, you know, the scrolling and then seeing all these things, the woes of the world, ads for issue you don't need that's just going to make you sick anyways. So just you know, lay off the social media stuff, find people and teachers and speakers that you enjoy learning from and consume that content as opposed to what the algorithm is thinking you want to see and to keep you on that platform even more. All right. So that's a little bit of some insights into cleaning up your energy, electromagnetics, keep your phone on airplane mode, at least don't use anything Bluetooth in your home. Or if you are using something Bluetooth in your home, like a printer or some speakers, when you're not using it, actually unplug it. Because the thing about using digital technologies is that it's constantly in what's called the sending and receiving mode, which is different from analog. So say, for example, we talk about a vehicle, like my old school, I, what was that a 96 Jeep Laredo it was V8. The, the thing was a beast. And it would turn on when I told it to turn on. And now with all these fancy vehicles, there's Bluetooth this, there's wireless charging this and all sorts of things. And that's actually inundating you while you're traveling, going from point A to point B with higher doses of non-ionizing radiation. So all these things that are utilized in our homes, in our vehicles to make our lives uh, better and more efficient are actually making us sicker. And I do have a prediction on just how bad non-ionizing radiation is. I think we're gonna look back at this time and really actually compare it to smoking and just how bad uh, all of this stuff is for our bodies. And we know this through blood, live blood cell analysis, because it impacts your tissue perfusion and oxygenation. So if you're wanting better skin, you have to have really good blood flow and oxygenation and carrying of nutrients to your organs, to your periphery, to your brain, so that you think better, you have more energy and you have clearer skin. So it's all connected, whether we want to realize it or not. So you got to clean up the electromagnetics in your home. I'm going to repeat this. You got to clean up your air quality, your water quality, your lighting quality, and your electromagnetic energetic quality in your home as well. All right. So where to start with biohacking? That's just kind of like four things that I talked about in regards to the biohacking world. Then there's cold therapy. Then there's intermittent fasting. Then there's red light therapy. Then there's wearables. You can go off the deep end and spend tens of thousands of dollars on technologies that that you are hoping will make you feel better when in fact you can start to do some really important free biohacking tips and tricks that I'm going to share in just a second. So where to start with biohacking? Pick up my free nine keys to healthy skin and slowing cellular aging at rachelvarga.ca slash slow aging. 
And this is a free guide. So there's five tips for skin. So basically whatever products you're using, it's going to help you optimize the way you're doing your cleansing, moisturizing, sun protection and exfoliation. And it's also going to give you some insights into like what to do once or twice a week to your skin. And then there are four biohacking tips in there. So basically, when you start to employ these different things in your life, you can actually just tick off on that sort of like checklist, if you will, that you've started to do it. So before spending any money on any type of biohacking thing, just start with the basics, your air, water, lighting, and electromagnetics in your home and office. And if you're wanting to go a little bit more advanced, which I would consider myself and a lot of you tuning in here, relatively like intermediate and advanced biohackers. Again, I do have a couple of free tickets available for the Women's Biohacking Conference in the show notes of this episode and also at rachelvarga.ca slash events. You can see all past summit stuff. So this is actually a free event, which is pretty cool. So you can claim those free tickets. I don't know how many exactly I've been awarded, but I know that there is a cap on it. And you're just going to get access to some of the latest innovations from presenters and biohackers across the globe. Those of us who are actually taking charge of our health and learning to become in tune and intuitive with our body, mind, spirit, energy, we are living our best lives and you can absolutely join us as well. So do I love wearables? Wearables, I think, are where it's a good place. It's a good place to get started. So say, for example, like the aura ring, the whoop band, all these things. So sometimes you'll see people wearing this like big chunky silver ring and they'll be like, hey, what's that ring on about? What does it do? And then they'll say, oh, it tracks my sleep. It tracks how much exercise I do in a day and all this stuff. So it's really good to maybe start out with a wearable to get a measure of kind of how much exercise your body really wants and also start to get you to think about your sleep and start to assess and monitor your sleep. But here's the caveat. A lot of these wearables require subscriptions and I do not like paying for anything monthly. This is a really really important financial advice here. Reduce your liability. So reduce the amount of like monthly subscriptions that you pay. So that's why I don't love a a lot of these wearables. The Aura Ring used to be you buy the product, you charge it, and that's it. But now the Aura Ring has gone to um, more of a subscription base, just like all the rest of them, which is kind of annoying. So would I recommend that you start biohacking with wearables at this stage in the game? Maybe two years ago, yes, but not anymore. So I'm not actually a huge fan of the biohacking wearables at this time, because in order to use them, like the, some of the wristwatches, the headbands, things like that, uh, you do actually have to pay a monthly fee. But then there's also this additional layer of what happens to your data. Who is accessing your data? What are they doing? Data is the new oil. So basically, these companies are collecting data. Google is coming out with a new wearable. France is coming out with a new wearable. And five years ago, France was acknowledged to have brain training technology while humans sleep. Five years ago. And it was predicted that in five years, they would have this technology available to be used on humans. You can't make this stuff up. Better than Netflix. So 
I am very concerned about wearables at this time and I'm going to tell you why. So say for example, you have your cell phone. Not only can you send a text message, but you can also receive a text message. Not only can you use your, you know, Bluetooth speaker or your Bluetooth printer, but it can also receive different things from your laptop. It responds, it's constantly looking for signals. So I do have a little bit of a fear on wearables and where the future of biohacking may or may not go just based on the fact that our data is the new oil. So I really want you to become very skeptical of all these different technologies that are coming out on the market. Never go for that bright shiny object. If you have a question about biohacking technologies, I'm happy to give you my two cents over email. Send me an email info at rachelvarga.ca. Book a one-on-one with me. I do actually send all of my one-on-one clients a pretty hefty list of different biohacking options I think that they should maybe start to look into to slow their aging and improve their skin health. And of course, what we talk about here is not medical advice or financial advice, is educational information only. And if you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. We are starting to see this subset of people called biohackers and people that just have given it, given it ish about their their health for a long time, right? You, back in the day, we'd call them quacks or you know granola or these people that would eat these certain foods and wouldn't eat other foods and were really careful about how they cared for their body, mind, spirit, energy. I'll tell you what, those people are the ones that are aging better. And those people are the ones that actually will say no to certain things that aren't in resonance and alignment with them. So I do have a little bit of a fear with the future of wearables and biohacking. So I personally am not wearing any wearables at this time because I am nervous about this EMF, the Bluetooth that's kicked off, even with the old school Aura Ring, you could turn it on Bluetooth. But now Aura's partnered with Gucci and they have a new CEO. So there's there's going to be some differences in their terms and conditions and things like that when you're actually using the technology. And I've interviewed a lot of people that are CEOs of biohacking technological companies, um, test kit companies, and all sorts of things. So there's another thing about test kits that I do want to talk about. And actually, Katie and I, she's the co-host, we co-host the Beauty and the Biohacker podcast. And there was a company that reached out and it's a genetic testing company. And I'm not going to say who it is, but they reached out and said, hey, would you like to try out our test kit? It's an epigenetics test kit. Basically, our DNA is like what makes us us. And the way that our DNA expresses itself is called epigenetics. We have the ability to modify the ways that our genes express themselves, making proteins, peptides, hormones with the way that we live, with the water that we're consuming, with the light that we're exposing our skin to and our eyes to, which actually um, LEDs right before bed is going to tank your sleep and really messes with your melatonin and serotonin and your circadian rhythms and all that stuff. So do I love wearables? Do I love all gene testing companies? No, I don't. And so anyways, in this email, the company person that was the 
affiliate account manager, whatever media relations person. They said, hey, if you've done these other test kits like Ancestry 21, and they actually listed off five other gene test kits. They said, oh, you can actually give us like your identification number from your uh, pack and we'll actually take that information and we'll give you our epigenetic readout as to like how we think you should live your life. So I was like, huh, okay. So this company over here can talk to these five companies over here. So that means that all these companies are sharing their data in and amongst one another. Those are just the companies you know about. So always be a skeptic. You've heard me say this before. Skepticism is a sign of intelligence. Is it paranoia? No, that's kind of different, but you should always be cautious and you should be a very conscious consumer and not just, you know, I see these, okay, I'm gonna do a rant here. I went on YouTube yesterday and as you guys know, my niche is like skin health and slowing aging and getting healthier skin and skin rejuvenation. So YouTube was showing me these dermatologists and these skin influencers. And one of these guys was talking about how much he loves Rihanna and how much he, you know, whatever she's doing, he wants to be a part of, even if it matter, even if it involves doing like all this dark stuff and he actually mentioned like this organization's name that begins with an eye and ends with an eye and like gave some references to blood and it was very weird and it was very kind of low vibe if you know what I mean so when I go on YouTube and I see these people talking about skin and doing reviews on products They'll say things like, oh, that's a sunscreen to try. No, you don't want to just try products for the sake of trying products or buying things so that they're Instagram worthy on your feed and in your bathroom. You want to make sure that you are using self-care products that are number one, free of parabens, salate, sulfates, artificial dyes, fragrances, not tested on animals. And number two, that are actually going to work and you're supporting good companies. So the companies that I like to work with, because I work with a 14 or 15 or so, I'm constantly needing to either add or delete what I'm working with with them because sometimes I'll reformulate or sometimes I'll learn something which makes an ingredient and thus a formulation fall out of favor as to whether I'm going to recommend it for myself or my clients or not use it for myself or my clients. So just a thing I noticed yesterday while on YouTube perusing these dermatologists and like obviously nothing's wrong with being a dermatologist but you know people that are showing up online talking about skin and talking about celebrities celebrity skincare lines and all this stuff and it's like stop comparing yourself to other people compare yourself to who you were five years ago or five minutes ago and you know who you want to be in five minutes and, and in five years compare yourself to yourself and how you can become your greatest version and especially when it comes to wearables it's like when i started biohacking my hrv was at like 30 or 40 milliseconds so hrv is like a measure of your heart health and how well your body is recovering if your hrv is low that's an indicator that maybe you're starting to get sick. If your HRV is high, that's an indicator that you're recovering well and you're doing great. So over the course of a couple of years of biohacking, I've actually been able to get my HRV up to about 120 to 140 as like my average compared to before it was sitting at about 30. So when you wear 
wearables, when you start biohacking, it can give you insights as to which biohacking options you're doing that are actually improving your sleep scores, that are actually improving your HRV and all of that. So wearables do super purpose, but I would say for now, I'm actually going to issue a little bit of a warning because that data is being collected. Uh, I'm very particular with the with the testing companies that I work with here on the show, um, I have made sure that they do de-identify the samples. So say, for example, uh, that example I made of that epigenetics testing company that can, you can, if you've done a test kit with one of these other companies, they're sharing your data. But it's like, who else are they sharing your data with too? Just like letting you know that there is a bit of a dark side to the biohacking industry. Yes, there's oftentimes a lot of good in the world in one aspect, but then also there can be the the balance essentially of duality of maybe something that's not so good. So I do think that there is a pretty big shadow side of biohacking coming. So tuning into the show here, the Rachel Barker podcast, you have been warned. So am I a fan of wearables? Do I wear wearables at this time? No, I do not. But I did for a very long time and it was always on airplane mode when I did. And then I got to notice just how good certain things in my daily life were making me feel they were I was feeling more energized more mental clarity less pain better skin so sometimes getting to know some of these metrics and and tracking them is really helpful so that when you're doing something you know it's actually working and you can have quantifiable data that's telling you just that so all in all are the simplest biohacking options the best ones Yes, they are. Again, clear water, clear air, better lighting, and reducing your electromagnetics in your home is the best place to start, in my honest opinion. Putting your feet on the ground, barefoot, getting and drinking as much natural free-flowing water as possible are all really great. Make sure you're not watching like horror movies and things like that. Like really what goes in comes out. So what you're looking at, what you're listening to, what you're spending time and attention on are all aspects of your body, mind, and spirit and energy. So when we are considering how we can slow our aging, how we can live our best lives, how we can show up as our brightest, bestest versions for ourselves and those who love us and, you know, maybe want to work with us too. We really have to lead by example. And I think that there's a lot of biohackers that are leading by example right now and are doing pretty darn awesome. But then there's other people that they just kind of get really caught up in everything. They focus too much on the metrics and the wearables and so when I have worked with clients that say for example are using a lot of smartwatches, what I find is that um, you know I'm spending time with them and then all of a sudden they get a ding so I'm not a fan of again wearing wearables that will alert you one of the other things that's really interesting are with some of these wearables like the watches uh, they're actually putting pressure on some of your traditional Chinese medicine meridian points like the meridian points for your heart and i mean that's how it's monitoring your blood pressure and your hrv is it's it's actually like measuring blood flow past that uh, wearable so there's that as well so 
just because something like seems benign and it doesn't maybe immediately impact you doesn't mean it couldn't down the road, especially if it's on like a point of your body that does have uh, a very interesting TCM meridian connection or is, is actually exposing you to Bluetooth. These are things to think about. This is what I think about. This is what my friends in the biohacking community are thinking about. And so we are simply here to report back to you. So the simplest things are gonna be the best things. Purify your home, your living space, purify your body, mind, and spirit and energy. Be a less interfered with and less influenced human to be your best version. All right, so that's it for today. And again, I have a few free tickets for the Women's Biohacking Conference with Orshi Magnon. She's amazing. I absolutely love this woman. And this is focusing on women and women's biohacking needs and options. Meet some great speakers. Um, there's people in the uh, summit that I've become aware of for the first time and that I'm going to be bringing on the show. So stay tuned. You're going to see some some friendly faces at the summit you're going to be, see some new faces and what i recommend when you're thinking of following someone to learn from i want you to look at their eyes look at the way that they present themselves do they have something that you want more of right or are they just kind of sitting there kind of like this low vibe version it's like i i see this all the time with people showing up online and it's like they're they're dead what's going on back there is you know cobwebs and things knock knock who's home so make sure that you are spending time and attention learning from people who are doing things just a little bit better than you are that would be kind of my, some of my advice so get access to some of these free tickets that i have available at rachelvarga.ca forward slash events and also in the show notes of this episode if you have any questions from what i yammered on about in today's episode don't forget to send me a direct email info at rachelvarga.ca i'm happy to answer any questions some of my favorite biohacking options you can find on my favorites page as well so there's that resource also and if you would like to know what i could suggest for you in a one-on-one -on -one type of session i would love to connect with you book a one-on-one -on -one session with me use promo code podcast 15 and book that call at rachelvarga.ca I'd love to meet you. I love, love, love my one-on-one -on -one clients. Y'all are amazing. And also Skin Camp is happening now. SpringSkinCamp.com round two. We just got started. So to learn all the things that I don't talk about here on the show, which is a lot of things you don't know until you know, uh, book your one-on-one -on -one and take one of your skin camps to learn how to optimize your skin health from the inside out. And I help you basically organize your at-home skincare routine, your dermal rolling, hair, skin, nail supplements, all the things to help you be as beautiful, radiant as possible, beautiful and radiant as possible in a non-toxic way. And also give you that, that in-clinic plan too, and the ongoing support and guidance when you have some questions along the way. That is what I do. It's pretty fun. All right, everybody have an amazing rest of your day.